Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you may be in the world on today. We thank you for tuning in to the Being Love in Action podcast. And I'm your host, Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. And we invite you to share with us while we walk through Genesis 22, 1 through 14. And we look at the story of Sarah and Abraham. And we talk about the meaning of the miracle in the milestone. And listen, we encourage you to pull out your journals, fill your coffee and teacups, sip your water and listen with an open heart and mind while being inspired, empowered, and even challenged as we share through the gospel of Jesus Christ what it means to being love in action. We thank you once again for tuning in to the Being Love in Action podcast. And I am your host again, Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. And it is such an honor and a pleasure to have each one of you with us on today. This is an exciting month for this ministry. Listen, the Being Love in Podcast, Being Love in Action podcast will be six months into on March the 22nd. I'm going to say that again. It is going to be six months that this ministry, the Being Love in Action podcast has been in existence. Isn't that something to be excited about? We are so excited for what God has done and is doing through this ministry. And listen, I'm going to take the time out today to greet all of you, which I always do, but I'm going to do a special greeting on today to all of our podcast family and friends, all of you who are local within the United States and for all of our international listeners. We thank each of you for tuning in weekly. Listen, I would like to thank and shout you, you listeners out. Listen, there's a wonderful part on this podcast where I'm able to go in and actually see Um, where people are actually listening and tuning in from. And it is blowing my mind to know that there are people all over the world that are tuning in to this podcast, not just here in the United States of America where I am, but all over the world. And it is something about just the beauty and my brothers and sisters who are all over the world and all over many nations who are tuning in to share with us. I want to thank all of our listeners in Texas, all of our listeners in New York and Louisiana, Maryland, California, Georgia, and others all over the U.S. And the ones that I named are the ones that they gave us the statistics for that we have many listeners. But listen, my mind was blown as I look at the statistics of this ministry and we are touching lives in Spain. We have many listeners in Spain. We have listeners in Canada. We have listeners in India and Kenya. So listen, if I didn't call your, your state or your country, when you tune in, um, we know that we are not only available, we are available of course on the Podbean app as well as the Apple podcast, Apple podcast through iTunes, but there are listeners that are listening uh, through us from TuneIn, Lav uh, app, as well as the Chrome. So we want to just 
let you guys know that it is such an honor that something that is said or heard has blessed you guys enough to want to tune in. And many of you are tuning in on a weekly basis. You know, the Bible says in Luke 15 and 10 that there's rejoicing in the presence of angels of God over the sinners who repent. You know, I know that there are many believers who are listening to this podcast and who are inspired and encouraged. But for those of you who are listening and maybe you were not a believer and you something that was said or done through this podcast challenged you and inspired you to try Jesus Christ. I just want to say just a special um, greeting and blessings to you as well. You know, this is if just so you know. Um, you know, the, the, the word that I'm going to share today is the miracle in the milestone. And, you know, when we think about miracles and milestones, there's something that God will always require of us. And when the, when being part of a podcast was presented to me, um, six months ago or doing a podcast, it was presented to me by a wonderful woman of God. And, um, You know, I prayed about it and I said, well, maybe, you know, God, if this is something that you want me to do, you know, you know, let me know. And God gave me the vision. He gave it to me and he said, "Okay, do it. And, and, you know, what I want to say to you is that many of you who are listening, maybe there are some things that God has said for you to do. and, And you were like, where do I start? Where do I begin? But I guarantee if you take what God says to you, write it down, make the vision plain and clear. He will guide you. And I can say today, watch this for all of you who are listening right now with no advertising, you know, no big production and all of that. We have over 730 downloads. That means there are 730 downloads. People have listened to this podcast over 730 times. They have literally downloaded an episode, you know, and that is amazing to me. All of those who have partnered with this ministry, who have been praying for this ministry, they, um, this is a milestone. And again, we haven't even marked a year yet on this month, March the 27th, it will be six months. So again, thank you all so much. I appreciate each one of you for all of those who have partnered and and sold into this ministry, who have blessed this ministry to keep us going. I give you guys a special um, hallelujah, glory to God, and thank you so much. Amen. So now let us get into this quick word. Thank you once again and continue to pray for this ministry that God would allow us to touch the lives of people that tune in with us week after week. Amen. On today, I just want to talk very briefly about and encourage us. Um, I stated before in the very beginning, the miracle and the milestone. You know, there are times in our lives that there will be we should be expecting a miracle. And, and, and we know that uh, when we say a miracle, a miracle is a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by nature, explainable by nature or scientific laws. And there is something considered to be the work of a divine agency. That is the definition of a miracle. And I want us to take a brief look at the story of Abraham and Sarah. And it's the, the part of their story happens after the 
the promise that they had the, the son that would be uh, the son of a great nation. So here is this, where this part of the story begins in Genesis 22 verses 1 through 14. Here, Abraham, who was originally Abram and Sarah was Sarai became Sarah after I want to say this to you, just so you know, whenever God begins to do something in your life, he he made a covenant or a promise to Abraham, Abram and Sarah before they became Abraham and Sarah. I want you to know that when God begins to intervene in your life, there is something that's going to change, not only on the inside, but something on the outside, as well as maybe a name change. And here's Sarah and Abraham. When Abraham was 75 and Sarah was 66, God said to them, he sent angels to Abraham and said to him, you're going to bear a son that's going to be the father of a great nation. And we know that Abraham, who was the first matriarch, great patriarch of the Hebrew people, he was the founding father of the patriarch of the Israelites. Amen. And here was, he bore the second great patriarch of the Hebrew people, which was Isaac. So here God told them and his wife, when they were well beyond the birthing age, Sarah was almost, uh, she had 20 years later after she was 66 years old, she bore the son Isaac. It was 20 something years later, I believe exactly 25 years later. So Abraham was 75 when he was told that he was going to be the father of a great nation. And so for all of you who know the story, we know that he had another son, but that was not the promised son. That was the son of the hands and the working of man, the hands in the working of Abraham, of Sarah, her handmaid in Haggai, and then of Abraham. That was not the promised son. But what I want you to get from this story as we get in here very quickly to understand that there is a miracle in the milestone of your life. What are you saying, woman of God? Listen, Milestone, the meaning of a milestone is an action or event making a significant change or stage in the development of your life. Remember, God told Abraham that he would bear him. He would have a son that his wife would have a son. So the miracle began from the moment that God gave a promise that they were going to have a son. I want you to understand that there are some things in your life that God has promised you, whether it was a, through a vision, a dream, he spoke to you in the, in the, in the privacy of your prayer and devotion time. Maybe it came as a prophetic voice through the man or woman of God. But listen, understand when God gives you and says something to you, stand on that word. You got to remember that the miracles happen when there is a surprise or an event outside of what you can explain by nature or by scientific law. So here is Abraham. God said to him, you're going to be the father of a great nation. And when God does something in our lives, he always do it where man cannot say it was because of him or our science cannot say it was because of scientific facts. When it's a miracle, it is truly a divine agency that has taken place. So here after childbearing age, 
Sarah bears Isaac. Isn't that a beautiful thing that God said it? Even though it took 20 years to come to pass, it still came to pass. What are, what is that miracle that you're waiting for that God has spoken? Maybe he spoke it yesterday. Maybe he spoke it 20 years ago that you are still waiting on to manifest in your life. What I say to you and share with you is to remember that every milestone in your life, there are three things or three ways it's going to affect you. It will affect you emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Here, God tells Abraham, he's going to bear Isaac. He bears the son. Uh, Sarah bears him, the beloved Isaac, his only son. And now we're going to get right into the word of God. In verse 22, Genesis 22 and 1, it says that sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you what, 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 what do you mean when you say that there's a miracle in the milestone of your life? God gave a miracle to Abraham and Sarah. He gave them a child after they were naturally by scientific uh, medicine means and by the body naturally being able to produce a child that later on in life. So God gives them a miracle, a promised son that will be the father of great nations. Amen. And then he turns around and says to them after the child, the young man, we're not sure exactly how old he was, but we know he wasn't a little boy. We know he was probably in the preteen, a teen maybe 18, some theologians say he was maybe between 18 and 37, amen. But we know that he was old enough to journey, to, to, to um, walk, and he was old enough to care for himself. And God gives him the miracle, and then almost 20-something years later, he says to Abraham, I want you to sacrifice the miracle that I gave you. Wow. Isn't that amazing that the God who loves him enough to give him a, a child that he promised turns around and says to him, I need you to give him up. I need you to let go of that thing. What is the thing that God has promised you? He's allowed it to manifest and then He's saying to you, I need you to give it back. Can I tell you that emotionally God will deal with you emotionally first? Can you imagine the mental state of Abraham when he says to him, give me your only son, your beloved son. You know that that, that had to be an emotional thing that God was requiring out of Abraham. God is requiring something out of you and out of me that may put you in a mental state that your mind cannot believe or even conceive why God would ask you such a thing. And then he says to him, as you read further down in the text, he tells him, I need you to go to this region, Mount Moriah. And as you study this, this text, it says the journey probably was about three days, three to four days. And, and here Abraham was definitely at least a hundred years old or a little older than a hundred years old. So now God has blessed him with the miracle child. 
allowed him to become a young man. And then he says to Abraham, now I want you to go and sacrifice and give him back to me. He's now requiring a physical burden or what could be conceived as a physical burden on Abraham. Abraham has to journey in, in his hundred year old body and his, his son is, is going to be the sacrifice. Can you imagine emotionally and mentally how Abraham was feeling in his mind? He had to believe or think that this son was already dead to him. He had to already put in his mindset that this, this child that I love, that I was promised will no longer be a part of my heart because I have to literally sacrifice him to the father. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine what is it in your life today that God is requiring you not only to deal with it emotionally, but physically? What is that thing that he is requiring you to do? Understand when God gives us an assignment, there is not only an emotional part of it, but there is a physical part of the journey for purpose. I want you to catch me. There's a physical part of the journey for purpose. God requires us to do the work. Abraham did the work, but now he has to do the physical work. He has to go on the physical journey. What is that physical journey in your life that God is requiring you to do? You've made the vision. He's given you the vision. You've written it down. And now he's saying it's time to go to work. It's time to put in the elbow grease. It's time to do the physical labor. And many times on that physical journey, the physical labor does not feel good because now Abraham is faced with the possibility or with the with the not the possibility, but with the knowing that he was going to sacrifice his son, the miracle, the one that God said would be the father of many nations. Can you understand that he was confused like many of us are? You know, God gives us an assignment and he 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 does something out of nothing. And we see the miracle in the thing that God is doing in our life. But then God says to do something that is totally opposite of what he said. At least we believe it was. But remember, he said in the very beginning, it was a test. It was a test. I want you to know it is a test, my brothers and my sisters, the beloved of God. It is a test. But the question is, will you deal with the test and endure during the physical journey? He's on his way to Mount Moriah to sacrifice his son. And so we know that emotionally his mind had to deal with the mental capacity capacity of that. And then he had to deal with the physical journey of the walk of the, the, the journey to get to the mountain. He was grieved. I'm quite sure in his mind and he was grieved in his heart and in his physical body. This is a hundred year old man. He is walking for three to four days. Amen. And then here comes the third way that the, the, the miracle and the milestone of our life will affect us. It, it, it is a spiritual thing that we have to understand. See, by standing on the word of God, by faith, believing what he said is going to pass. And, and if we believe what he said is going to pass, we must believe that whatever the situation is that we're dealing with in that moment, 
God is going to provide a means of escape. He's going to provide a means of working it out. He's going to provide. Abraham gets to the mountain and he prepares his son Isaac for the sacrifice. What I want you to get and we can't get into it this time for time's sake. This young man was old enough to refuse to lay on the altar. See, that's a whole nother story for another day. But he was obedient to his father, my God. He lays on the altar and Abraham prepares the wood for the fire and he gets ready to pick up the knife. Mind you, Isaac is laying there. And then the word of God says, verse 12, He says, do not lay a hand on the boy. The voice of God is saying, he said, do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Verse 13 says, Abraham looked up and there in the thicket, he saw a ram caught by his horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son, So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. Watch this people of God. I get so excited right up in here. Do you know that Abraham allowed himself to trust God even when he didn't make sense? There was a miracle in the milestone of his life. That was the son Isaac. And in that miracle, years later, God said, I want you to give it back to me. And Isaac, Abraham had to go through the emotional, physical and spiritual journey of standing and trusting God. See, there is a miracle in the milestones of your life. They are meant to help you, build you, sustain you. The question is, I ask you today as we prepare to close. The question is, will you answer the call of God on your life so that he can speak to you in the midst of your Mount Moriah experience? See, that Mount Moriah experience is that situation in the midst of it where God is sent for you to do something that does not make sense to you. He says, lean not to your own understanding. See, God wanted to see how much he loved, Abraham loved him. Abraham stood on his faith in God. He knew that God was able to give him a son when he was too old by the natural and normal uh, of physical laws of science and body. But because he trusted him, he went through the journey, even though it didn't make sense. Listen, I want to encourage you today for all you who are listening. 
the Mount Moriah experience in your life will let you know that the Lord will provide. Oh, that's something to be excited about. The word of God says, Abraham saw a ram in the bush. His son was no longer needed. God provided a ram in the bush. There's a ram in the bush waiting for your life. The miracle and the milestone of your life. What is it? And in that experience, I want you to be encouraged to know that God will provide. He promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He loves us that much. I pray that on today as you listened, I pray that you were encouraged to know that in the midst of your Mariah experience, in the midst of it, there is a miracle in the milestone of your life. Wherever there is something that is required of you to do and God has said for you to do it, do it. Do it. I pray the day that as a result of this word that you were encouraged, inspired, or you were challenged. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you to try Jesus. The Bible says it, it, all you have to do is confess with your mouth. Listen, I'm a sinner, you know, but I want to know this man called Jesus. I want to know about him. I believe that he's the, the son of God and he was raised from the dead. And the Bible says, if you believe that in your heart, you will be saved. It's simple. And then you connect whatever your local church body is that will teach you the word of God, that will preach and um, give you the word of God. You'll learn about baptism and all the things that as believers we believe and how we show our love for God. I pray that each of you are blessed tremendously. And I pray that you remember that every day that you live, that God has a miracle in the milestone of your life and that he will provide blessings to each one of you. And until we meet again on next week, may the blessings of the father be upon your life. May your children, your grandchildren, your spouse and everything concerning you be in favor and blessings. We love you here at King C. Williams Ministries. God bless you and amen.